What's up, everybody, and welcome back to episode number 30 of the HMA Fantasy Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Jacob Hughley, and I am joined today and, you know, a lot recently by, by these hosts of, of gentlemen, um, starting with Jack Mueller. How are you doing today, Jack? I'm doing well. Just hanging out. Just uh, vacationing in a different spot about every week. Yeah. No, I actually went on a run today. And recently, every time I run, I just I go far and then I come back. It's a four mile run, two miles back, or two miles out, two miles back. So no matter what the length is, as soon as I start turning around, I actually have to like crap my pants, like like that. <laughs> and so today, I was like galloping back, like, oh no, <laughs> like give me home, give me home. And uh, I made it, but it was close. <laughs> it was real close. <laughs> i'm uh so glad so glad i could be a part of your morning uh, you're man, welcome man that was great um all right i don't know how we get past the uh the galloping crap story but uh <laughs> dude it's right. every every time i run it's terrible maybe you should consider taking some precautions before you run in order to not get to that point I don't like know. Like do like a warm up jog for my run. It might be a <laughs> might be a warm up crap. I don't know. Um, I just need a treadmill <laughs> right next to a toilet. To be honest, I'm sick of these outdoor runs. Wow. All right. Well, <laughs> somehow we got to move on from that. So, uh, Seth, how are you doing today? Um, I don't got any funny uh, crap and stories today, but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing pretty well. All right. Good, good to hear everything's taken care of from that point of view. Um, <laughs> all right, Earl, how are you doing? I'm, I'm doing good. I, I was on the exercise bike this morning. So, you know, if that would have been an issue, you know, could have solved that real quick. <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right, well, I'm, I'm still, I'm trying to decide what I'm going to do today. And I had two things kind of set aside that I'm picking between. I either want to run a 5k today or do a thousand push-ups and both it's both both all right now you got it easy decision there we go i gotta start working <laughs> out as soon as this is done um but yeah my wife thinks i'm crazy because i've gotten into listening to or i read this this book um i don't remember exactly what it's called but it's like living with a navy seal um and this guy you know, obviously pays this Navy SEAL, toughest dude in the world to come live with him and like train him for a month. And so I've been reading this thing and every day I'll read something. I'm like, oh, that's a cool workout and I'll go do it. My wife thinks I'm absolutely crazy, but uh, it's a lot of fun. So whatever. But uh, before we get into it, I was interested. You guys have seen all of the, uh, the upcoming matchups, right? Between say, like fight.com and then also flow, the upcoming flow card. Um, yeah. Let's. I just real quick want to get you guys' take on what you think's going to go down with those. Um, the I mean, we'll just start off with the flow card. I mean, the fight one comes first, but the flow card. You got Dake Chimizo, um, Taylor Downey, and is it Pletcher Ashnall? Right. Mm, I don't know why I thought. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I um, shook my head no, but it's it. It is indeed it. I just always want to doubt Jacob. He really does. Like <laughs> every time I say something, it just the whole time mm -hmm. Jack's like, "No, it's not right. It's not right. Doesn't matter what I say." 
but yeah, I mean, start at the top. Dave Chimizo, how do you guys see that playing out? I think it's 79. You got to go, Dake. I think that they're pretty good. It's going to be a defensive matchup for sure. They're both unreal there, but I think that weight advantage, right? Uh, Chimizo's been moving up every year, but I think 79 is a little, little heavy for him still. Yeah, for sure. Um, I just, I don't know, man. I don't think I can, unless, I mean, Burroughs is obviously the big conversation, but like, unless it's Burroughs, I don't see me picking against Dake in any situation until proven otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough for me because Chimizo is one of my favorite dudes to watch hands down. He's just exciting. and I love his stuff, but yeah, I, I, I agree. It's hard to pick against how he, how, how, how Dake won the world championships and 79 says weight, not Chimizo. So I don't know. I think it's, I think it's going to be, if it was 74, yeah, I think we got a match. I think that's good. That would be a heck of a match, but 79 is a different story. Yeah, for sure. Cause then Dake would be coming in, sucking a little bit more weight and Chimizo would be kind of, you know, at his own weight. Yeah, for sure. Um, what about, uh, what about Taylor Downey, man? I, I wish that Flo would have, uh, went with, with Taylor when he, he asked for, was it two four minute periods and no tech? No tech. Oh my gosh. It would have been, uh, I, I would have loved that. Like, come on, give the people what they want. I think everybody in the world wants that except for Downey. (laughs) I don't know because I mean, even him, he was like, um, he said on their Instagram, he was like, I'm ready to do it. Let's do it. Well, I like, my thought was obviously, you know, no tech falls, like, you know, that's definitely something that, that DT wants. I thought what would be interesting is go two four minute periods, no techs, and then throw in like two five point bombs or a pin are the only way to stop the match. Because I think, you know, Downey's going to be looking upper body trying to get some kind of a throw, which is not going to happen, but at least that gives him a little bit of incentive and something to push for, get a couple of bombs. Not if happen, he but. got two five point, you have a better chance of winning the lottery than oh, yeah. getting two fives against. Oh, hundred percent. But I'm saying anybody man, getting two fives against David Taylor. I was just never thinking. Happen. I was just thinking though, like what what can we throw in there to like give Downey a little bit of a something to push for? You know, I don't know, but they can have like a crap talking thing right before the match and get points for that or something (laughs) (laughs) i don't know man like downey is obviously the king of crap talk but like as soon as this thing was announced it's like he's just thankful that he got it and he's it's almost like a bunch of like conor mcgregor type comments like talking about how he got the money and like just completely dropped off all the the crap talk like, I mean, there's been some here and there, but like the dude is very out there and loves to talk crap. And I feel like, I feel like he's scared. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if he's scared. I, I don't think know, a guy like that isn't scared. I, but David Taylor, I mean. Not scared, but like. Favorite. Not scared, but it's really hard to talk a bunch of crap like he's used to when he knows he's going to lose. So I'm saying like. I don't know. Is, is it just me, or do you guys feel like he, the crap talk kind of like slowed down after that? Uh, we still got a we still got a lot of time before the match, and uh, I mean he's got say, a match before that too, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah he's he wrestling. Wrestles, he's wrestling this weekend. weekend. Yeah. 
I mean, you you say you know he's going to lose. I mean, uh, athlete that level, you know, he's convinced himself he does everything, you know, the best of his abilities. He can win the match, you know, regardless of whether we think it's realistic or not. Sure. Totally agree with that. Totally what agree. The, but the last one, Pletcher Ashnault. Yeah, I was actually – so I was actually going to wrestle uh, Pletcher out there, and then Ashnault was going to wrestle J.O., and then – I had some stuff come up with my wedding stuff and planning and it wasn't a good idea to leave that weekend. So, <laughs> so I didn't go, but I, I think, I think Ashnault for sure in that one for me. Yeah. I think size is a size is a Ashnault's favor and just Ashnault's a lot of quick finishes where I think he can avoid Pletcher's flexibility and he stays in good position. So I don't think Pletcher's going to see a lot of opportunities to get to his kind of high crotch stuff. Fletcher's not a big freestyle freestyler either, at least at this point. So I wrestled him in freestyle, and I I tagged him. Did you? Oh, but where was that at? Was that sixty-one? Yeah, it was. Yeah, a couple of years ago. Yeah, and then he yeah, I'd say he he had a little experience. I think at U was it U twenty threes last summer. He lost to Ironman. Yeah, he made the finals and he beat him a match. He beat him a match, and that was – I mean, the only reason Ironman beat him was because it was straight freestyle scores. Like, he was yeah. getting a lot of four-pointers off his high crotches, things like that. But that was a pretty yeah, crazy series if you yeah. guys haven't watched it. Yeah, it's a really good one. Has really a, good one. Has Ashnault's knee healed completely back up? Hopefully. I think so. Because it was no – was it an ACL, or what, what was that situation? Do you guys know? I don't recall what it was, but yeah, I think he's been he's been back at it for a while now. Yeah, I think it's about a year right now since then. We we got to finish up by talking about the big one next weekend, though. Yeah, for sure. So was it uh, June twenty eighth? So that's is that Sunday? Yep. All yeah. right. No, that's three days. What is that? Yep, Sunday. Sunday. So um, that one just rolling through the matchups real quick. Uh, you got Jo Nolf headlining the card, and then. Uh, Pletcher, Lugo, Downey, uh, Joe Rao, Palacio, Dylan Ness, Zane Richards, Zach Sanders, Brett Farr, Zach Bronigal, Nazar Kolchiski, Danny Bronigal, Nick Dardanes, Mitch McKee, uh, and that, that rounds out the card. So, um, yeah, I don't know. What, what matches out of that are you guys super excited to see? J.O. and Nolf all day. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, for sure. I think – for me, I, I'm really excited to see Palacio Ness. I think that's just going to be wild. Like, <laughs> literally anything could happen. Um, yeah, that one's going to be fun. But I don't know, have, have either of them really been training at all? That's what I was wondering. <laughs> yeah. I think Palacio's been well, getting some homeless wrestler matches yeah. in, but I think that's it. Yeah, if we if we count kicking people's butts on the sidewalk in random places on the beach. Yeah, then Palacio has been training hard. Um, is it Ness still up there with the storm, though? Um, so I don't know because their RTC has been shut down. So I don't know. They might have moved it somewhere so they could get some practices in. So I, I'm sure it would have been tricky for everybody. But, yeah, I think both those guys stay in shape at least. And, wow. I'm kind of excited for McKee Dardanes, like yes. older sort of thing. Mm-hmm. McKee's really good at freestyle, too. Dude, his head pinch, yeah. man. For... It's crazy. Yeah, I yeah. hate. I hadn't put that once in practice, and it sucked. It hurt so bad. 
Yeah, dude. My <laughs> freshman year of college, dude, I wrestled him in freestyle probably five or six times within a couple months. And oh, geez, you wrestled him for the junior team spot, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. So he pinned me in Las Vegas, and uh, so he head pinched me, and then like came out, and like I got in like a split up position, missed it, and then this dude, I hit a double, and this dude just launched me, pinned me. And then I wrestled him. I had to go through the challenge bracket the next week, and we wrestled best out of three in the finals. That was that was yeah. a crazy series too, kind of like that uh, Ironman uh, Pletcher one, where I think the last match it was like fourteen thirteen or something in the third one. Jeez. Well, how do you guys see uh, how do you guys see Jo and Nolf going? I've been I've back and forth. Yeah, I'm going Jo. I think size favors Nolf, but. J.O.'s good, J. man. Not small. Yeah, J.O., he fills out good. He, uh, I don't know, man. He's so good. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's really, really good. I, I mean, I think Nolf's going to be amazing in a, in a couple of years in terms of freestyle, but right now it seems like he's not, like, at Jason Nolf folk style level. Well, I just think it's interesting because, like, this is obviously, you know, if it's the same same dude as we recently saw, this is the best Jordan Oliver we've seen. Uh, and then Jason Nolf, like you're saying, like definitely, you know, a couple of years kind of growing to the weight. I think it'd be great for him. But I just feel like we we don't really know what we're going to get. Like we haven't seen him that much. And like, you know, when we did, we saw him, um, was it a world team trials? And he got hurt. I mean, I think he was hurt for like a good bit of those matches that we saw in freestyle too. So like, he's I still, just he still kind of pushed Imar. Was it Imar? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was Imar. He took he took match two with like a yeah, big. Yeah, it was like I think it was might have been a head pinch, like a big four or five point throw right there at the end to win. Um, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, but anyways, both of those cards are gonna be awesome. I'm uh. I'm super stoked about both of them. Although the the one with flow, I like a little bit better since I don't have to pay extra money for. Um, <laughs> already got that subscription. But fight.tv at Rumble on the Rooftop is going to be awesome. $20 for that card is, is not that much. And I'm excited to, to watch that stuff, man. Um, but we do have our own stuff to talk about. And so we probably should get there at some point. Um, and... We'll, we'll go ahead and, and get to it with the bracket real quick, just showing um, getting back to our NCAA champion duels. We currently have one team in the semifinals. 2005 uh, took out 2015, 20 to 12, uh, with the help of Mr. Joe Dubuque last episode. Um, it was awesome having him on, man. He's, you know, it's, it's a lot like having Earl on. He's a wealth of knowledge. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it was really cool to have him on. And, and now we're going to jump down and the four and five seeds 2018 and 2016 are going to hit. Um, and and we're, we're going to settle more of a, a recent um, couple of teams and see who's, who's better. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into this thing, man. I'm excited to talk about it, especially because these guys are all very recent and everybody knows them. Um, but here we go. Number four, the 2018 team. Seth, can you fill us in just on who's in these, this 2018 lineup? 
Yeah, we got Spencer Lee. We got me at 133. Yanni Hollis, Zane Rutherford, Jason Nolf, Vincenzo Joseph, Zahid Valencia, Bo Nickel, Mike Machiavello, and Kyle Snyder. And then on the other end, the number five team, 2016, Jack Mueller, fill us in. Who's on the 2016 team? So coming in at 25, we got Nico Megalutis, then Nashawn Garrett, Dean Heil, Zane Rutherford, Isaiah Martinez, Alex Daringer, Miles Martin, Gabe Dean, Jaden Cox, Kyle Snyder. All right. Um, and if you guys notice, we like, I believe, last episode – um, we do have two matchups this time that are uh, are going to be runner-up battles. Uh, 149 pounds, Zane Rutherford is both teams here. Um, and also 285, Kyle Snyder is also on both teams. So for both of those matchups, when we get there, I'm going to, to fill in the guys that were the runner-ups. Um, and we'll talk about runner-ups there. But anyway, we want to look at it. Let's let, – let's, Take our pick at what's the match we want to talk about last. Dude, this 2018 team is stacked. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Let, uh, maybe Chenzo Derringer. Um, yeah, I, I could get on board with that. Yeah, I get, I could do that. Or Nolf Martinez and Vincenzo Derringer last year. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Both of them are going to be good ones. We can end off on both those two if you guys are cool with it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so let's start at 174 pounds where we're going to have 2018 Zahid Valencia versus 2016 Miles Martin. Uh, Seth, fill us in 2018 Zahid Valencia. So this was Zahid's uh, sophomore year. So he lost to Mark Hall his freshman year in the finals, and then he came back and Really put it on Mark. Um, the score of that match was eight to two. So that was kind of unbelievable. I don't think Mark's been beat like that his whole college career. So that was really impressive. But he was on fire that whole year. He knocked off uh, Mine in the semis, Bernstein before that, and Brucky in the uh, round of 16. Awesome. And on the other side of things, Miles Martin, Jack, fill us in. Yeah, so Miles was the champ as the 11 seed. Um, and I, I mentioned this stat earlier. He only beat one seeded wrestler to get to the finals. He beat the sixth seed, but he went, went through two unseeded wrestlers in the quarters and the semis to wrestle Bo Nickel in the finals, where he hit that beautiful throw. Um, he was pretty good this year. He beat Nate Jackson twice in the Big Tens, who was the only guy to beat Bo that year, other than Miles. And yeah, that's Miles. All right. So, man, getting into this one, it, it's – I mean, it's freshman Mimar versus – was that junior Zahid? Um, man, uh, Earl, what do you think about this matchup? Yeah, I think that's the big thing you have to take into consideration is it is freshman Miles Martin. Um, you know, he, he had a great match against Nickel, um, took advantage of, you know, some situations right there. But, you know, all in all – Zahid was just dominant that year and you know he beat Mark Hall um, really like he had never beaten him I think before since uh, during that NCAA final so I'm going to Zahid all day 
Yeah, I got, I got, I'm gonna jump in. I say Zahid, and I got, I got a major in this match. I think Zahid just matchup wise, this dude is one dude that can probably move better than Miles out there, and I think he, he would take advantage of that. And this was one of the years Zahid was a Hodge runner up this year, Hodge finalist, and he was undefeated. I think this was his only undefeated season. Obviously, this year he was undefeated, but yeah, so he was, he was unreal this year. Yeah, I'll get behind that. I'll go Zahid Major. Yeah, I'm cool with the Major as well. Um, I think, you know, these guys wrestled very recently in, was that U.S. Open? Or I can't remember which tournament, Senior Nationals, something. I can't remember which tournament they wrestled in recently, but um, Zahid ended up winning after Miles Martin took out Derringer, and it was a it was a fun match to watch, but yeah, again, at, at this point in their careers, I'm, I'm going major decisions, Zahid. So we've got a major decision for Zahid Valencia in that case, and we will we'll get moving on. And so 184 pounds, uh, we're going to hit a matchup where we actually saw this in the finals uh, one year. We're going to have Bo Nickel from 2018 and Gabe Dean from 2016. Jack, do you want to start us off with Gabe Dean? Yeah, so this was his second national title. He was third in 2014, losing to Ed Ruth um, in the semis after beating him in the scuffle finals. Then he was the champ in 2015, beating Tim Dudley, Sam Brooks, Vic Avery, and Nate Brown to win it. And then he was the champ in 2016, beating Pete Renda and Tim Dudley to take the title in 2016. All right, and on the other end of things, Bo Nickel, Seth, tell us about him. So this is uh, Bo Nickel got his uh, revenge on Miles Martin in the finals. Uh, actually, didn't they? Re- no, they didn't wrestle the year before in the finals. But uh, so this is 2018. He beat Martin. This is when he had the crazy. He got put to his back and somehow hit that nasty move. Put flipped him over, pinned Miles Martin. Um, he beat Max Dean actually um, in the quarters that year, and then he beat a bounder in the semis and. Was he he didn't win the Hodge? Zane won it this year, right? Yeah. So he was he was another one that was up there for the Hodge this year, undefeated season, and yeah, he was he was on fire that year. His closest match at nationals was six three to a bounder in the semis. Yeah, um, man. I mean, it, it's. It's a weird situation. Like, obviously, they met in the finals that one year, and Bo Nickel won. Um, and I think from there, though, like, this is a year earlier for Gabe Dean and obviously a year after for Bo Nickel. And I think that just Bo Nickel just got so much better from that year on. He just kept getting better. Um, and so I'm going to pick Bo Nickel here. I think it's going to be maybe like a two- or three-point win. You know, he kind of – not controls like dominates but like he he gets a controlled win in the match uh, but it is still close yeah i'm on board with that i've got a bow as well i think it might be dominant what was the score of the year they did wrestle because it was what two takedowns or one i think it was a one point match yeah i think it was one one point it's like three to two or four to three or something like that in the finals okay but all right so earl which way are you going yeah, I mean, that, that senior year for Gabe Dean, he he was probably the Hodge Trophy winner, or maybe, no, he wasn't going to win it because of Zane, but he was up there, um, and Bo beat him. So, a year later for Bo, you know, I, I don't see anything changing. It was 4-3. Yeah. 
match of Jack, four three. Jack had to look it up because he doubted me yet again. No, I just wanted to know. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we got Bo Nickel. We got Bo Nickel by by decision here, um, and and we'll keep moving. One hundred ninety seven pounds. Mike Mock of NC State for the 2018 team and Jaden Cox on the other end of things for 2016. Uh, so, Seth, start us off with Mike Machiavello. So this was uh, Mike Machiavello's um, one and only national title. Um, what was he seeded? He was seeded four that year. He beat Rashid. He beat Kyle Conal. And then he ended up beating Hot in the finals. And, uh, yeah, he was one that – he just had a really good tournament, really put it together at the end of the year. And he was he was consistent throughout his career. He was never, you know, that top guy, but he was always right in there in the top tier guys. And he broke through his senior year and got the national title. All right. And, Jack, tell us about this guy, Jaden Cox, that nobody knows about. Uh, so this is his – was this his second – yeah, this was his second national title where he beat Morgan McIntosh in the finals – um he got fifth the year before losing to Snyder and then McIntosh uh back to back um he beat Brett Farr in the semis this year um just a really good all-around season I think he was the second seed going into the tournament so yeah um all right well this I mean I'm, I'm gonna throw it to Earl Earl what are you thinking on this one yeah I love Mike Mock the whole story behind him you know growing growing into NCAA champion, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's got to be all Jaden Cox. Um, I just don't see Machiavelli being able to create any offense, get any finishes against Jaden. Um, it would be a one-sided match, but <clears throat> three or four point win for Jaden. You know, he, he's not a guy that really, you know, majored or pinned your All-American type guys. So um, one-sided decision for Cox. Yeah, and I'll jump on. I got I got nothing to but nice things to say about Machiavelli. That dude's one of the nicest dudes I've ever ever met and awesome guy. But I think that Cox is just one of the best and super hard to score on and picks and chooses, but he picks and chooses, gets a couple takedowns in the match and wins it. Yep. I've got Cox, best defensive wrestler right now. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm on board with that. Um I think, you know. Yeah, I don't think it's a major decision. I think one thing that I did look at, though, was this year he did take a big step up in bonus percentage. His first two years hovered around like 43% bonus, and then his last two, starting with this one, went to 68%. Um, so he definitely jumped up with the bonus here, but I'm with Earl, and he doesn't really bonus the the big, big names here. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna... yeah, I'd say Missouri's schedule probably isn't, you know, he's not wrestling top guys week in and week out yeah uh, he definitely turned it on it but it yeah i mean when it when he hit the the biggest names he he like you're saying i mean he had controlled wins he won by you know four or five points but he didn't necessarily push to get the major um but yeah mike mock is about the nicest dude in the world um i remember that year i went to the nc state like after party after the finals um, and just cause like I knew a guy that knew a guy, right. We just kind of like almost snuck in, like nobody knew who we were. And, uh, he walks in and literally walks around and hugs every person in the room. And like, he was just so excited that, you know, obviously he had won and everything. 
dude walks up and gives me a big hug and like i had never seen this man in my life he had no idea who i was like it was it was really funny but super nice dude uh, i got to hang around him a little bit while i worked over there um but Jaden, 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 man dude dude wins and so Jaden Cox takes the win for 2016, and we'll move on to Snyder versus Snyder. I'm just kidding. We'll, we'll move on, and uh, we'll, we'll replace these Snyder names um, with the runner-ups. Do you guys know the runner-ups off the top of your head? Or do you Mine's Gwizdowski. So, yeah, Kuhn and Gwizdowski. Cool. Uh, so, Seth, fill us in on Adam Kuhn in 2018 because we're having to, to do runner-up versus runner-up here. Yeah, was that Kuhn's senior year? I can't recall. Yeah. I believe yeah. so. But, yeah, so this is the year that he actually beat Kyle Snyder. Um, was a huge deal, kind of, you know, everybody thought he was unstoppable, was going to beat it up on Kuhn, and then Kuhn was just massive and ended up getting the win on him. And then Snyder came back and beat him later in the season. But Kuhn was always just super, super uh, consistent throughout his career. He had a little bit of a slip-up. I don't know if it was injury or what his uh, – his freshman year but he was doing really well and then he didn't have such a good uh end of the season so not sure what happened there but besides that he uh he did really well yeah all right nick nick wasdowski hit this uh was his fourth fall american year he was eighth as a freshman and then he was champ champ second um he beat tony nelson and adam coon in the finals um yeah, I mean, Gwizdowski kind of revolutionized the heavyweight um, into an athletic, uh, strong build rather than just a big, burly man. Um, he really did revolutionize the weight, I think. Um, and then I think Kyle Snyder took it to, to another level. But what was, the yeah. what was the score when these two wrestled in the finals? 7-6. Seven, 7-6. Six. Seven, six. I remember that was a crazy heavyweight match. I think people forget about it because of the – Gwiz uh Snyder one, but I think that was a crazy one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just jumping in on it, I, I think that I mean I'm gonna base my decision off of their matchups. But obviously, you know, Gwiz won the head-to-head -head matchup, but um thinking back to these Kyle Snyder finals with these two guys, um, you know, obviously coming in, Kuhn had beaten Snyder that year, but I believe Snyder beat him in the Big Tens, and so that kind of, like, righted the wrong. Um, and, you know, there was, like, like there was the shot that Kuhn could win, but, you know, everybody just kind of knew Snyder was going to win. Um, he was, you know, obviously – I don't know if you want to put odds on it. Like, Kuhn had, like, a 5% chance or whatever, but Snyder was the, the heavy, heavy favorite here. Um Whereas on the other end with Gwiz, I mean, Gwiz was a returning champ. Um, Gwiz was the one seed. Snyder had just come off um, a world title, but he did lose in the NCAA finals the year before. And I think it was a lot more even. You know, I think it just kind of depended on who you talked to, which way they swung, how they felt about it. Um, and so I'm going to pick Gwizdowski in a, in a close match, just like, you know, like their head-to-head -head matchup was. Yeah, so – I mm, so I I'm, I think I'm slightly leaning that way. I'd say that it was a seven six match in 2017. I do think Kuhn got a little bit better. Um, he did beat Kyle Snyder, something Gwiz didn't do, but Gwiz also only wrestled Snyder that one time. Um, and he had him on the ropes. 
I'm I mean, thinking it, still. Earl, you got you you made up your mind yet? Uh, yeah, so I'm thinking that uh, Quiz from 2016 is one of the best heavyweights of I don't know the last decade. He just happened to run into Kyle Snyder, and you know, for for me, I'm thinking of Final X that year. Now we don't like to bring the freestyle stuff into it, but for heavyweights, you know, it's it's pretty relevant to you know how these matches are going. And Guiz was really able to pick apart Coon uh, during that match. Um, I thought it was going to be a little closer than it was, and I think Guiz would probably do something similar. For sure. I remember going yeah. to that match thinking, like, this is going to be a really good match, and Guiz just kind of put it on him. What were you saying, Yeah, Jack? I think I've got Guiz. Um, like I said, I just think that he changed the game at that weight class. All right. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's already decided. I think the the thing that I, gets me stuck on is it's hard because, right? This is the year before. Um, before they. Wait, no. This what's what year was this for? This was his. This was uh, Quiz's senior year. Yes, yeah. this was a year after they wrestled. In the year final. after they wrestled. So yeah, I guess. I guess I'll. I'll yeah, go Quiz. All right. So we're all going uh, Gwizdowski, which was 2016. Um, so the uh, 2016 gets the win here, um, and that's going to make it six points for 2016. I need to keep up with my my scoring down here. Somebody somebody should yell at me and uh, keep me on keep me honest. I'm surprised okay. Jack doesn't because he's constantly, you know, trying to undermine me. And Gwiz also beat Kuhn 2016 three two. I mean, their matches are always one point, I guess. Yeah. Well, we'll circle around to the top. Uh, seven to six tw in favor of 2018 at the moment. And we're going to hit Spencer Lee versus Nico Megalutis. Uh, 2018 Spencer Lee, Seth. Uh, it's just Spencer's freshman year. Um, started off, you know, in red shirt. Lost to Ronnie Presser. Lost to Tomasello. And then this dude was unstoppable come national tournament time uh to go through what his national tournament was like that year he uh he teched welch he pinned piccinini he pinned tomasello and then he beat seriano five to one so there's some decent dudes he kind of tore apart that tournament to say the least so that was spencer lee freshman year all right jack about the other so, end of nico this was nico's senior year he was uh this was his third finals appearance he was the champ in 2016 beating gilman in the finals um i still think other than obviously winning it i think his most impressive tournament was when he got third in 2014 when he lost to nation in the final or in the semis but he beat Corey clark darian cruz eddie Quamara, jared patterson and joey dance in his route to get third um nico was flexible had a really good sweep um really really tough on his feet um everyone was kind of rooting for him i think in 2016 so that's nico for sure it's definitely hard not to pull for a dude that's been in the finals twice and got second twice in a row and he's in their senior year um man but mm, 
I don't know. I mean, it, it, for me, it's it's not an easy decision. I'm, for me, it's an easy decision. I think Spencer Lee wins this match. I'm trying to decide if I'm going bonus or not. Um, I mean, Nico did not – definitely didn't get turned, mm-hmm. really. Um, but, I mean, we saw – I don't him. think it's bonus. <sighs> Jack, you, you definitely have a biased point of view, too. We're, we're biased on either on either end of this one. Yeah, I just don't like it's. He's still a freshman, and Nico's a fifth-year senior. I don't think that Nico gets bonused here. I do think it's Spencer, and I think it's pretty dominant. But I don't think it's like. I mean, when has Nico ever been beat like that? But he also never wrestled anybody that probably had the top game of Spencer. But it's hard to compare him to anybody. Yeah. Here's what here's what I'll say. These two are both from the same high school, Franklin Regional. So I imagine Nico probably, you know, was a senior in high school beating up on Spencer as a little kid. So I don't know if you have that big brother, little brother thing going on where, uh, you know, maybe there's a mental block if you're having senior Nico wrestling against him. Yeah. No, that's a good point. So I'll and- go Nico. What? Wow. <laughs> oh. Nah, give me Spencer bonus points, man. He's uh, he's tired of seeing Nico beat up on him every time that they wrestled growing up and he finally gets a shot back at him when when he's tearing through everybody else. So, I'm going to go Spencer major decision, 8-9 point in a major decision right there at the end gets maybe one turn to kind of push him into a major. So, um I think that Spencer, just the way he, he, he turns it on when he needs to turn it on, and I don't think there'd be a mental block as far as wrestling this, right? He lost to Tomasello at the Big Tens, and then he beats him. He lost to Sebastian Rivera at the Big Tens, and then, well, I guess he didn't have to wrestle him. Did he wrestle him one year after he lost him, or is that just the year you beat him? That was just the year I beat him. So, I mean, he turns he turns it on when he needs to turn it on, but – I got to go. Yeah, I got to go Spencer. I don't think – I think Nico avoids giving up bonus points. I, I think it all depends. I think Spencer has a good chance of scoring on him because he hits his dump pretty well. I don't think that that is going to let Nico kind of do his flexible stuff and um, getting those quick takedowns, I think, is going to favor Spencer. So, I got Spencer winning a decision. Spencer by decision. Girl's I don't crazy. See, I don't see Nico getting turned, really. I think it's like flexibility. Yeah. I mean, if if you're asking me who I think is better, just in the grand scheme of things, I'd take Spencer. But I think just in this little one isolated matchup, I'd go with Nico just just because uh, of his experience with him. I wish you yeah. said it earlier because I'd have gotten behind it just to piss off Jacob. <laughs> I mean, you can change. But I can't mind. go back on my word. I said Spencer. So. <laughs> I'll stick with no, it. I don't think it's a terrible <laughs> – I, I mean, I think it'd be – I think Nico's got a fighting chance, right? He's got the experience. Obviously, he's a national champ finalist a couple times. I just think that matchup-wise, I think Spencer Spencer matches up pretty good against him, and dude was on fire his freshman year. Yeah, I am giving you crap, but I don't think it's crazy either. I mean, out of the last 10 years, the guys that won 125, I think he's definitely – one of the, I think Spencer's the best out of the last decade that won 125, but I think that Nico's right there with him as one of those guys that could actually hang with Spencer. Um, but, you know, I just, I think that 
if Spencer finds a way to get the turn, then it starts getting out of hand. I think it's, I don't know. I don't know. I'll shut up. I'll stop talking. Um, Spencer Lee wins by decision. Um, and we'll move on to 133 pounds, um, where we have a familiar face, a familiar matchup that we've actually talked about before. Um, and we, we might, we might have one pissed off host, um, depending on which way it goes, but, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Anyways, Seth Gross, Nation Garrett, we've talked about it before. We're going to talk about it again. Um, we haven't had Earl's perspective, so we definitely are excited to get that one. But uh, let's, Jack, start us off. Tell us about Nation Garrett. So this was the year that Nation Garrett went off. Um, it was his first year at 33, and only year at 33. Um, he beat Nathan Kreiser, Earl Hall, returning champ Cody Brewer in about. 30 seconds and then Corey Clark to win it um I mean this year Nation was the I mean I don't I always talk about him putting Cody Brewer on his back letting him up and then putting him back on his back and pinning him all within a minute I think that that says something in and of itself so I'll just leave it at that uh Nation here do we want to make Seth talk about himself or should somebody else talk about Seth is the, the choice Whatever you want, man. Make Seth talk about himself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Please so your this, case. So the, <laughs> I feel like I've argued this match too many times already, but uh, this is 2018. Me, I'd say this was my best year in college. Uh, over an 80% bonus rate. Undefeated at 133, Hodge finalist. Uh, ended up losing a bumped up wrestler, Bryce Meredith. Ended up uh, losing to him, close match. But yeah, besides that, uh, I was between at 133, the two years I wrestled 133, I lost two matches one to uh, Corey Clark and one to uh, what's his name? Eric Montoya. That was the year before. And then this year, beat everybody. But yeah, so I don't know if I want to start arguing this matchup. I've already said a lot about this before, so obviously I'm going with myself just to get that out there. And, uh, yeah, you guys can argue away. Well, let's blow the doors off of it and piss you off. Um, I would not – my wrestling integrity would not be intact, Jack, if I did not pick the way I picked last time. And so, Nashon, I yeah, picked Yeah, we've done this one time. before, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this is our first one. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. It was what a way to open it up with with Seth on the Seth on the show. Well, I chose Seth, so I got to go Seth. All right, there we go, Earl. <laughs> go I'm pretty Seth. sure last time I checked the the Twitter poll, it was like fifty fifty too. So no way, fifty three point six percent Seth Gross. Tall. Wow. So that's game. It's over. So Seth is gonna get the Seth win. Seth got the dub. Yeah, I still I want to hear what Earl has to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not off the y'all can still be friends. <laughs> no, that, that would be that would be probably one of the uh most even matches I think we've talked about so far. Um uh, I don't know. I think there are some of these would be pretty one-sided, but uh, you know, you got unique strengths for you know both guys, uh good good contrast. Um uh, but yeah, Seth's year was uh, super impressive, um, and I'm I'm going with him. I guess one one uh one uh what's it called uh 
matchup that we both wrestled was Earl Hall. He beat Earl Hall five to zero. I teched Earl Hall in the beginning of the second period. Yeah, but Earl's There's other really matchups. good on his feet, and you're really good on top. And I know Earl's not very good on bottom. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Let's see. There's two others. There's got to be more. Oh, there's another one that I think you're leaving out. Oh, Corey Clark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about we, Cade Brock? Um, I'm pretty sure Cade Brock was beaten. Uh, was he beaten, Nashawn, when he injury defaulted? It was tight. It was a close match, and I, I had, I, I, I never really. I mean, I had a couple close ones with Cade, but had his number most of the time. I just think that Jack and Earl are starstruck sitting here beside Seth. Um, on, wow. if, if I was in that weight class that hey, statistically won, this is going to take Seth. Yeah, hey, statistically, it's a very, very close. And I had bigger, better bonus point rate. I guess that has to do with top rate. Right? I don't know. I now, don't know. It is a different style, but can we talk about the head to head matchups? In freestyle? After? I mean, we can <laughs> talk about it. No, it's. It's uh, it would be a real. I would really actually, I would love to see this matchup, folk style. These, you know, two guys go at it. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Freestyle is a different animal. That was still like we talked about last time. Those freestyle matchups were probably two of my favorite freestyle matchups ever to watch. Um, yeah, those were those were wild. I like, was out of shape for those, but well, that's just definitely like that's the equivalent of watching like a good MMA fight where two dudes just go out there and just stand and bang for like five minutes. You know, just throw punches you know you and nation just went for it the whole time um it was a lot of fun to watch uh, i give you crap i pick against you but you know you know we love you seth um, oh, it's all it's all it's all good but yeah no those freestyle matches were were wild yeah yeah he had a little bit more of a gas tank and broke me i think in the last one hey maybe we'll get to see it again I, i'm all for it i'm here for seeing this again yeah um but We'll, we'll move on. Seth, uh, you won this match. Uh, no thanks to me. Um, but <laughs> Seth wins the match, and we'll move to 141, where we have yet another matchup that we saw um, not in the NCAA finals, but we have seen him before at the NCAA tournament. Uh, 2018, Yanni Diakamahalas versus 2016, Dean Heil. Jack, kick us off with Dean Heil in 2016, since you're such a Dean Heil lover. Oh, that's not true at all. <laughs> Who did I choose him against? You picked him against Yanni last time. Yeah, really? You did. Yeah. How have they wrestled? Oh, I chose the later Dean Howell version. I chose 2017 over Oh, you picked because of the rule set. I did. What matchup was that in? Yeah, when did they wrestle? It, it was, um, it was one of these two. Yeah. Yeah, it was one of these duels because I remember we said that we were going to judge 2017, it 2019? Either. Was that a matchup? I think so. Yeah. No, maybe. Was. Yeah, this, was. Is, this is Yanni's freshman year. Yep, it was 2017, really? 2019 in the, in the yeah, first round yeah. of this. No, Yanni, Yanni's a freshman in 2018. No, yeah, but it was sophomore Yanni versus junior Dean. Oh, you're saying 2019 Yanni, my sophomore bad. Dean, freshman Yanni. You picked sophomore Dean? No, I picked junior. Wait. Junior Dean over no, I freshman. Junior Dean. Over sophomore Yanni. Over sophomore Yanni. Wow. But there's an argument to be made that freshman Yanni was better than sophomore Yanni. Like that Joey McKenna match is 
<laughs> very controversial. Hey, I, I agree. I agree with that, but and I would this... I would take Dean over Joey. God, I, mm. I I will never in my life ever pick Dean. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't. Never? No, I can't. Uh, it's against, against my moral anybody? code. Nope, I don't care. I, I don't care. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'll just be wow. wrong. I'm wow. sorry, dude. I I was so pissed every time the dude wrestled and won those matches, just hanging on people's backs. Oh my god, it annoyed me so much. Hey, he 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 played by the rules, man, and got it done. Yeah, well, yeah. when when you accompany hanging on everybody's back along with getting up and not being able to wear your headgear correctly, <laughs> as a two-time national champion and your headgear's falling off every time you stand up, I don't know. I just, ah, man, there's just some people that just rub you the wrong way, and it was him for me. All right, I'll go with Dean. So he was fourth in 2015 <laughs> as the 14th seed, uh, being Le'Veon Mays but losing to Chris McCade. And then he beat uh, Anthony Ashnault and Kevin Jack um, on his way for fourth. Um, and then he lost to Devin Carter for third. Champ in 2016, beating Randy Cruz, Joey Ward, Anthony Ashnault, and Bryce Meredith to win it. Man. He has a hit list. He's beating some good guys. I agree, but I'm going, I'm going Yanni just because they wrestled. They wrestled 2018, then Yanni beat him. Yeah, but this, we said without, or without the danger rule. Even without it, Yanni, Yanni found a way to win. He always finds a way to win, even if it's controversial. Dude finds a way to get his hand raised. And I think a matchup-wise, I mean, I think it, it leans Yanni's favor. You know what else Yanni found a way to win without? An ACL in this match. Because this is the match that he tore his ACL and – Still won the match. And you, you – oh, my God. Jack, last time you picked Junior, right? Junior Dean Heil over ah, – Sophomore mind. Yanni. But I thought freshman Yanni was better. I don't know why, but I felt like he just was more dominant. I mean, maybe at the tournament. I don't know about during the season. I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I'll agree with you with the tournament. Yeah, better tournament. I but, feel like he had a better tournament in freshman year. And yeah. Dean, junior year, I feel like Dean could not lose. I, he went undefeated that season. Hard to lose, hanging on people's he had backs. A really long win streak. Dude. Hard. <laughs> I know. He's. Yeah. yeah. I swear I to God. Why he ah. My God, if we ever get a chance to wrestle, Jack, I swear, I'm just every time you shoot in, I'm just gonna hang on your back. You don't just, want oh, that, Jacob. Stop oh, I talking crap. I, I, I want. On top of you, I will tear you. I, I'm uh, tempted to switch to <laughs> Dean just to keep this this uh, this Jacob here. I, I want it so bad, Jack. You have no idea. Uh, Jacob, stop calling me out on Twitter too. If I want to get on these cards, <laughs> I want to wrestle someone that's at my weight. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> hey man whatever right, jacob i didn't tell you but uh you've invited a special guest we got dean heil coming on right now i swear to god ah <laughs> oh, come on that would be great i wish <laughs> i would have thought of that so beforehand 
You actually scared me there for a second. Yeah, what would Jacob do? It'd be funny to see if he keeps that same. Oh, dude, I'll keep it. Bring him on, okay? You'll tell. You'll still tell him that you're not picking him against anybody. One hundred percent. It is. And again, me saying that, I'm not saying that he's not better than some of these people, obviously. But I'm saying that my moral code will not allow me to pick this man ever. I swear to God, goes against everything that I stand for in this sport by just getting up by a freaking takedown and then just holding on. Ugh. God almighty. It annoys me. Why? It pisses me off. I'm- he he owns <laughs> that. That's great. He what? found a loophole. He found a loophole. This loophole? It's, it's bull crap, man. Uh, hey, hey, you should talk to the people that made the rules and be mad at them, not at Dean. Come on, man. <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> whatever I, I don't know i also so i was sitting there um for the finals when he beat meredith i was sitting up in the crowd and there was these like two younger guys i mean i say young guys but like you know i guess a bunch the, the whole room is full of a bunch of old guys wrestling fans but like there's two guys that were just hammered sitting in front of us and they were pulling for bryce and the whole time i I mean, when I say hammered, like, I don't know how these guys are still awake in front of me. <laughs> um, and they were referring to Bryce Meredith as Brad Pitt and talking about how, how sexy he was. And it was, it was, you should have heard it. It was hilarious. Like screaming, let's go Brad Pitt. And I don't know. It was just, it was the weirdest, funniest experience. I, I don't know. It, it was, it was odd. Uh, I just remembered I was in Dean House bracket that year. So thought. What'd you think of Dean when you were in his way? He beat me. He beat me in the Big Twelve finals right before that. I beat Bryce Meredith in the semis. Dang. And I lost to Dean in the finals. He beat me three to two and it was typical Dean match. Typical Dean match. Just to let you know, I would have picked you, Seth. (laughs) Thanks, man. I won't. Um, uh, whatever, but it, so obviously I'm going Yanni here. Um, Jack, it, you know, wrestling integrity at stake, but he picks Dean Heil. Um, did we get the picks from, from Earl and Seth yet? Yeah, I went Yanni. All right. Yeah. And the last time we talked about this, I kind of said what Seth did. Just, I don't care the rule set. I, I feel like Yanni would have poured out somehow. For sure. Yeah. Um, so Yanni takes the win and, uh, and we will, we'll get moving on. And, and if, if Jack starts crying about it, then I guess we can, uh, we'll, we'll zoom in on his face. I'm or not going to cry about it. It's yeah. Well, uh, 149 pounds. We have Zane Rutherford versus Zane Rutherford. So again, we're going to have to put in, uh, the, the runner ups from these two years and, I believe you guys correct me if I'm wrong. I believe 2018 was Sorensen. Ronnie, Ronnie, Ronnie Perry. Perry. Ronnie Perry and 2016, 2016 was Sorensen. Sorensen. Yep. All right. So uh, I'm going to write that down for if people are watching us on YouTube, which I didn't do in the first one. Um, but go ahead and kick us off. Nice Jack. job, Jacob. I know. I, All right. I'm, so, at, least, at least I don't pick Dean Heil. All right. When he got second uh, in 2016, Brandon Sorensen beat um, Jake Soufflon and Anthony Colica. 
in order to get to the finals where he faced Zane and got beat by a score of 10 to 1. He was the second seed in a weight class that had Alec Panaleo, Le'Veon Mays, Mitch Feinsilver, Jason Sertzis, Evan Henderson, um, Pat Lugo. I mean, it was a pretty good weight class. Um, obviously, some of these guys haven't hit their hadn't hit their peak at this point, but um, yeah, Sorensen was a guy that was always number two to uh, to Zane. And if he was in a different era, he might be a national champ at this point. For sure. Um, then on the other end, other end of things, who's Ronnie Perry, Seth? So, this was Ronnie Perry's senior year. I don't know. Was he a couple-time All-American, or was this his first time on the podium? This was his only time. Yep, so one one time on the podium, got second place, had a great tournament that year. And, uh, yeah, not too much about Ronnie. But, yeah, he went from, I think, 141 up to 149 this year and did pretty well. His record – record was 32 and four that's pretty good yeah yeah not bad at all Uh, i'll start us off i've got ronnie perry all right i got ronnie perry too because ronnie perry beat brandon Sorensen in the second round of the national tournament that year three to two and i think that brandon Sorensen was the guy i remember that Brandon Sorensen was that guy that was the exact same, basically, I'd say, from his freshman year to his senior year. He was pretty – he was super consistent, super good, but I don't think he got a whole lot better or a whole lot worse. He was just kind of right there. And so I'm going to go with Ronnie. Yeah. Based and Ronnie that. Perry, like, he didn't get, like, Zane smashed. Yeah. Is how I like to call it. So yeah, he actually he had a match with him. Yep, so he beat Brandon Sorensen in the round of 16. He beat Jason Sertzis in the quarters. He beat Matt Klodzik in the semis and then lost 6-2 to his name. It's a legit way to get there. Yeah, it's a really good run. Wow, I didn't remember that. Like, when I think back about guys making the finals that were, like, surprise guys, usually you kind of look back and there was just, like, something that opened up for him. you know? I think think he got overshadowed with – because that was the same year of Kyle Connell, right? And the same year uh, as who's the dude, Tariq Wilson. I think those guys kind of stole the underdog kind of storm there, I guess. Dude, man. such disrespect, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was the guy. Oh, yeah, I wrestled him in the same I forgot that. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, we, <laughs> we, we, cannot skip over that. What, Seth? Uh, what was your thought going into overtime with him, with that guy that you barely remembered his name? Dude, that was crazy. I don't know how I won that match, to be honest with you. Like, I was freaking out, honestly, because this dude was freaking tearing apart these dudes and, like, came out of nowhere. I didn't really know much about him. And then I don't ever watch film. Like, I don't watch film. And I was like, I got to watch some film. I don't know anything about this guy. And so for like the first time all season, I decided to watch film and I freaking psyched myself out and I went out there and freaking got taken down five times in regulation and didn't get a single takedown. So what did you watch? What did you watch on him though? Was it during the season or like, did you watch videos of the NCAA tournament? Both. Okay. Did you watch my match with them? What's that? I think so. You beat up. No, you lost him. Yeah. He got fourth in my ACC bracket. But I lost to him during the season at NC State. And 
I watched I watched both his Cade Brock matches because he Cade Brock teched him earlier in the year, and then at Nationals he beat Cade Brock by a major decision. Yeah, he majored him. Dude, that guy was so hard to wrestle on your feet. Yeah, yeah, he was he was pretty bad on the map, but yeah, he was just so long and and he the only dude probably taller than me that I wrestled at 133 and he would just pick my leg up and I say how he was just too tall for me to do anything. Yeah. Freaking Dom Forey's beat him like 12 to 0 for third at ACC's. No way, cuz yeah, I wrestled Dom Forey's that year and teched him in like 10. Yeah, I majored That's him. That's crazy, man. That's I a good idea yeah. at that tournament. And dude, and then he went on the backside and majored Pletcher and he majored a couple of dude it was that was an unreal run yeah that's just a guy that has like results all over the board like <laughs> yeah, literally all over the place but when what was weird i remember uh, writing an article after the year um because he was unseated and trying to determine whether he was fluky or not and all the guys he lost to were really legit guys he didn't really lose to any uh, you know backups or you know non-NCA qualifiers everybody that beat him was pretty good and like Jack said that ACC that year had four or five qualifiers and was a really good weight class all six of us qualified all six okay yeah yeah it was like why are we even here (laughs) (laughs) like we're all gone in two weeks let's just like let's leave Uh, (laughs) I have a question Seth so if that if that match had went the other way and, and Tariq had made the finals Tariq and Michich, who do you who would you have given the nod to there? I get I still I give Michik. That dude's people people doubt him, man. He has really I think that what helped me is we wrestled at the All-Star Classic when he was probably a little out of shape and I kind of tore him up there a little bit. And I think that helped a lot going into the national finals. But that dude's got his technique's unreal. He's got a really high finish rate, stays in good position. Um I think he, he – I mean, he's an Olympian now, man. I think Mitchick's, Mitchick's one of the underrated guys in the country. And, uh, yeah, I would I would have picked him. Yeah. I pay, sure. I mean, I picked him in 2019 – yeah, 2019 when he ended up getting third. But he had a, he was pretty beat up with his, his knee issue. So, I still think he would have won that bracket healthy. Yeah. Man, we are way down a rabbit hole. I just realized that we're not even on 133. We're on 149, and somehow we got to this. Um, <laughs> but uh, anyways, we, you guys both voted Ronnie Perry. Um, Earl, what do you, what's your, your vote? Yeah, yeah, I think you guys swayed me because initially I, wanted to, I thought that this year was probably Brandon Sorensen's best year. Um, and I think if they wrestled, you know, four, five, six times, I'd take Sorensen more times than Perry. But Perry did beat him head-to-head that year. And the, as you mentioned, those, those other wins he had were pretty remarkable as well. So I'll go with Perry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to jump on with that. I, I agree 100%. I was full Sorensen. And if we're being honest, I hadn't really looked into that that bracket that Perry went through very much. Um, and so – yeah, I'm gonna go Perry as well, man. That was, that was just a murderer's row to get to the finals, um, and he did it. So uh, we just lost Jack, but we will be getting him back on here in a second, um, and we'll move on to 157 pounds, where yet another matchup that we've seen in the national finals: Jason Nolf of Penn State in 2018 versus 2016 Isaiah Martinez. Um, 
we'll we'll go ahead and start it off with 2018 Jason Nolf. So uh, fill us in there, Seth. Um, so this was Jason Nolf's shoot. Was this his sophomore, his first title, or second title? Uh, this is his. Let me see here. This is second title. Second. Yeah. Who are we talking and, about? Sorry, I just got kicked. You're good. Yeah, Jason, uh. Jason Nolf, 157, and his tournament that year. Um, this is the year he got hurt, right? And he was having a stellar season and got to count on his loss. Got took out of the hot race. Dude shows up at nationals like nothing was wrong with him. Um, tech fall, 6-1 over Crone, 6-2 over Kemmerer. Tech fall over Micah Jordan, and then a 6-2 win over Hidley. So this dude just shows up, says, oh, my, my, my leg's good, and tears people up. So, For sure. And then on the other end of things, we do have Jack back. Jack, are you ready We're for IMR 2016? Yeah, this was sophomore – Isaiah Martinez he beat Nick Brissetta Ian Miller and Jason Nolf to take the title um he went into that 30 minute match and Big Ten Championships where they would not stop wrestling um I mean I think this was peak Imar um this was the best Imar we saw maybe the only other time that was this good was probably senior year when he beat uh, Chinzo in the Big Tens um but yeah this is this is the best imr we saw and probably one of the better nulls we saw too for sure although he was he was unhealthy uh i'll start it off um i i'm gonna go isaiah martinez here um and it's not just the head-to-head and the matchup or in the finals this year what i'm thinking um is the most you know recent matchups we've seen i know it's freestyle it's a different style but like we, we saw Isaiah Martinez versus Jason Nolf in freestyle when both of them had completed these historic college careers and they're, they're both kind of at their best. Um, again, Nolf might've been fighting a little bit of an injury or something, but um, Isaiah Martinez just really still put it to him in those matches. And um, I just, I don't know if it is kind of like a big brother deal or, or what, but I think I'm, I'm just kind of has Nolf's number. Um, and so I'm going to say Isaiah Martinez, you know, close, close win. I have a question. Who won the last match? Uh, I'm R. No, Ronnie Perry Sorensen. Oh, Ronnie. Ronnie Perry. Ronnie Perry won. I've got IMR as well. Um, I think this is peak IMR, and I don't, I don't think that there's many people I'd pick against him. Yeah. What about you, Seth? It's a tough one for me. Um, <laughs> two years later, Nolf versus uh, man. It's definitely tough. Uh, I'm gonna go with Nolf, man. I think this dude that year was just I don't know. He he was on something that year. The way he I mean he was he was. Uh, I'm going back and forth. I got all right. I'm just sticking with Nolf. I'm not gonna talk about it. Otherwise, I'll sway myself the other way and. All right. I'm going Earl, are you going to decide it or are you going to send it to Twitter? Uh, I'm going with uh, going with Imar. Who yeah. won Twitter? Nolf? Nolf. Wow. 65.8%. Wow. And I don't, I don't think we can call that recency bias. I mean, there's 260 votes, and, I mean, both these guys are pretty recent. But 
I feel like there's always going to be a little bit of recency bias. Yeah. We just we've seen Nolf recently. We've seen Nolf do crazy things to this weight class. Just walk through it. I mean, it's amazing how him and Bo just kind of did what they wanted. I'll never forget when Bo pins this guy in the quarters. I think it was Hokit. And he, like, stands over him, like, and tries to help him up. And the guy's like, get off of me, and yep. shoves him. Yep. And Bo's like, man, I'm just trying to be, like, nice. Like, he just did what he wanted. Like, him and Nolf, man. But, like I said, I think I'm our sophomore year. We were thinking, holy crap, this guy's the next. This is the next Jake. Like, he's so, going to do it. So, this was Nolf and Imar's three matches that year. The first one, Nolf wins by fall. The second one, Martinez wins. What's that? It was at Illinois, too. Yep. First second one, Imar. Second one was the crazy long one and the ultimate tiebreaker. And then the last one was six to five at national. I remember that that loss very vividly when Imar got pinned because at that point he was completely undefeated in his college career. Um, and people were talking about him like he's going to be the next Kale, undefeated four-timer. He's just amazing. I remember him getting pinned and I remember going into wrestling practice and just talking about that for like 45 minutes and not even wrestling. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, another thing I, I like to – or a story that I've heard about Imar um, was in, I think it was the Poeta interview on, on another podcast. Um, Poeta talks about wrestling Imar in his first like couple years. I can't remember if it was freshman or sophomore Imar, but it was definitely like very early on Imar. Um, and we all know how good Poeta was, but apparently Imar was like in the locker room before and he was about to wrestle Poeta and he was asking a teammate like, who do you think is going to win? Like, how's this going to go? And the guy was like, oh, Poeta's going to beat the crap out of you. And Imara went in the room and just just beat the living crap out of Poeta for, like, an hour straight. And, like, while he's doing it, he's apparently looking over to at his teammate while he's beating on Poeta. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I'll never forget his his, like, flow documentary that they did on him. And he goes – Every, every time I went into practice, I try to just put myself in this dark place. I, like, I try to put myself in the dark place and come out. And yeah. I like, man, whenever, when I went on my run, I was like, every practice was like that. Like I thought of like those words every single day. Yeah, um, it gives me the chills every time I watch it. I'm like, yeah, that was one of their better, their best documentaries for sure. Um, yeah. I, yeah. That, that saying is still amazing to me. A hundred percent. Um, but yeah, so we got we got Isaiah Martinez uh, in this matchup, and, and that's gonna move it to sixteen to nine. And nope, it is not because I'm awful at taking that score. Nineteen nine. Uh, Nineteen to nine. I, I'm gonna fix that, and we're gonna move on. Vincenzo versus Daringer. Uh, Seth, fill us in on Vincenzo Joseph. Vincenzo Joseph this year was his. This was his. First title, correct? No, this was second. second this yeah. is his second. All right, this is his second title. Sorry about that. He, uh, let me pull up who he beat here. In the finals this year, he beat. Imar. Beat Imar. Yep, thank you oh. for that. 
but yeah, so uh, second title, junior junior nope. So he yeah he won his first two. I keep forgetting that. I I can't I, dude between him Zane and Nolf those three I would freaking get up their titles all mixed up. But Vincenzo he was another one that was on route to be a four timer. Um yep won it his first two years. Um this was maybe his best year. Um but yeah so that's that's Chenzo's second title. Yeah. Um and then Alex Daringer in 2016 Jack. This was his senior year. He majored Daniel Lewis 14 to four in the semis and then beat Isaac Jordan six to two in the finals. Um, the year before he beat Bo Jordan, Taylor Walsh. And then the year before that he uh, beat Dylan Ness in the finals. And then the year before that he was third in 2013, losing to Derek St. John in the semis. Um, he was the Hodge winner this year, I believe. Um, although many people thought it should have gone to Zane and they thought this was more of like a legacy. Um, and he left one for sure, you know. Um, he left a huge legacy. Uh, Three-time champ, just really dominant and everything, like I said. I mean, he wasn't really close to getting beat this year. Um, and he's starting to figure it out on the senior level too. I mean, every time he wrestles, he seems like he jumps levels. He's uh, – he was the next best guy in the, in the world, I think this year. Um, so we'll see, we'll see how his career plays out, but Alex Daringer. For sure. I think, um, I think Daringer on the freestyle circuit is, is kind of like a dake over the last like eight, 10 years. It's where he just can't seem to break into the lineup because there's like the best dude in the world right there at his, his spot. But yeah, I feel like as soon as he gets in, he's going to win a title. Like, oh, I, I have no doubt that Alex Dernger will be a world champion at some point in his career. It just – whenever he can break into it. For um, sure. I'm stoked to see him and David Taylor wrestle. I'm really stoked to see that one. Yeah, I mean, Daringer is so good. and Man, the, this Olympic trials – whenever it happens is going to Snyder man legend wait for it dairy <laughs> <laughs> like come on nice. this is gonna be the sweetest tournament ever 57 kilos alone is, is worth the price of admission and then you got 74 and 86 and then Jaden Snyder holy crap Gable's gonna come out and just work everyone right Jacob until he hits Mason <laughs> Paris oh gosh I still can't believe to this day you did that I'm standing hey, behind he's it. Really sticking by it, though. <laughs> I'm sticking by it, dude. It's, it's like gonna the same happen. thing that Dean yeah. couldn't beat anybody, dude. If it I'm happens, not. I will. I will record myself doing a thousand push-ups. Okay. <laughs> we gotta start I, clipping all of all of these calls that Jacob makes, hey. just so we can show them later on. No, so <laughs> the, first of all, don't put words in my mouth. I did not say that Dean couldn't beat all of these guys. All right, you said, said wouldn't you would pick, pick Dean. <laughs> Which means you're picking him to lose. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, I stand behind my my everything I say, even if it. Uh, hey, fair being... enough. Hey, I like I like it, man. I mean, even when you say ridiculous things, you stand behind it. So hey, I e respect that. Even if <laughs> Dumb, Gable, but I respect it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, even if Gable goes out and beats the crap out of Paris, you're not going to hear me turn it around. I'm going to keep picking him. I don't care. Oh my gosh! Oh, I, I, I'm gonna stand behind it. Wow! Paris, huh? 
Hey, it's I, I'm <laughs> not changing, guys. So oh, I'm, no. I'm not easily swayed. And not even not by swayed. facts. Not even by facts. <laughs> I don't care about your facts. You can you can have your facts. Um, he just goes with his gut, no matter. I go what. with my gut. Oh, I, uh, that's funny. Yeah, I gotta go. With my ma- gut. Back to the matchup. I would love. I would pay money to see Vincenzo versus Derringer at their primes, but I don't see Vincenzo catching Derringer and any of his stuff. I think Derringer is way too strong, way too solid, just unbelievable. So I got I got Derringer. This is. I think he handles like hand, not not handles him as far as score, but I think he scores a couple takedowns and wins it. Pretty solid match. I'm not picking against Senior Ringer. Yeah, <laughs> it ain't happening. Um, uh, Earl, what you got? <laughs> uh, no, I'm not picking against Ringer uh, either. Um, I mean, Vincenzo had some slip ups here and there. You know, those those first two years. Uh, you know, Deeringer just lights out. I think uh, two plus years undefeated seasons. Uh, he's not. He's not touching. Jacob, is your gut telling you otherwise? No. I feel like it. <laughs> no. I mean, everything tells me Deeringer. I just. I was. I don't know. I was trying to stall and give myself a second to think about it more and see if anybody was even thinking about the other way. But yeah, I mean, it's got to be Deringer. It's got to be Deringer. I I, I got nothing else to say about it. Um, But Deringer takes the win, and that is going to leave it at 19 12. 2018 moves on. um, And I think we're getting feedback from somebody. Um, it's probably me. I'll tell him to I'll, – I'll go mute. Oh, you're good. <laughs> um, but 19 to 12, 2018 moves on. Uh, great duel, man. And I, I'm excited to keep this thing moving on. Our next matchup um, is going to be Sunday. It's going to be 2013, the two seed versus the 10 seed 20, or 2007. Uh, so that's going to be a fun one. And uh, and I I might have a, a special guest in the works for that one. Uh, it has not been 100% confirmed, but I think it is all but confirmed. Um, John Trench. So <laughs> you better believe if I get a chance to bring John. We got to find show, him. We've got to find him. He, he, yeah, he's coming on if we ever get hey, a, a if chance. You're to out there. Send us DMs. Tell us how to find John Trench. I, I think I got his. I think I got his number. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. We gotta get him. We uh, got him. We <laughs> we need him and and to bring Hayeswinkle back on and have them oh, them talk yes. about <laughs> talk about, about that. Um, but yeah, no, that'd be cool. I, I'm slightly scared now that Earl's gonna bring Teen Heil on at some point, but. Uh, but like I said, I, I stick by everything I say, and so it it won't don't be. Mi- don't upset me, it's, or it'll come out. <laughs> I will not change what I said, um, even in the face of a two-time national champ. But I mean, that's pretty much it for for us here, guys. Um, great duel, 2018, moving on. And uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but but between the four of us, there's six All-American honors. Um, so yeah, pretty. Pretty stacked lineup of, of gentlemen here. Um, but thanks again, guys, for, for joining the show, and we will see you next time. Yeah, we'll see you guys. Thanks for watching. Thanks.
Thanks for coming.